Hello and welcome to the She Reads Romance Books podcast, the ultimate show for romance book lovers looking for the best books worth reading. I'm your host, Leslie Murphy, and in each short episode, I share my favorite book list of recommendations so you know exactly what to add to your must-read list. Join me as I explore the romance genre and have fun collecting book boyfriends along the way, because life is better with a love story. Hey readers, I'm so excited about today's episode where I'm going to give you a recap of all of the romance books that I read in October. That came to about eight books for me this past month, which is, you know, probably an average number for me, maybe a little bit less, but I'm so excited to share them with you today. So excited that I'm actually recording this while still getting over a cold, so excuse me if I sound a little raspy, but I'm just too pumped to be able to talk about all of these books for you and share my mini reviews so you maybe can add a few more to your TBR list. But I used to do monthly reading recaps on the She Reads Romance Books blog, but I stopped those last year just because they were a lot of work. But I really love them, so I'm bringing them back for the podcast because it's always my goal to help readers like you find the best books worth reading. So I'm going to give you my take on all the books that I read and my sort of mini reviews of them, and I think that will help you then decide which books you should read and absolutely put on your TBR list and which books you might just want to skip. But for these episodes, I'm going to recommend books that I think you should buy because they are just so darn good, or recommend books that you may just want to borrow to see if they might be the right book for you as they probably weren't great for me. So let's dive in. I'm going to jump in with the first book that I read this past month with an advanced reader copy, which was The Fake Mate by Lana Ferguson. This is a paranormal romance, which doesn't actually release until December 5th, but I can already tell you that you're definitely going to want to pre-order this baby because it was such a fun and steamy read. Of all the possible paranormal romances that you can read, you know, from various shapeshifters to vampire romances to witches, demons, werewolf romance books are probably my absolute favorite. It's probably because I just love that alpha male quality to their romance heroes, which is like catnip to my soul because I never tire of an alpha mate. In one that happens to shift into a werewolf? Yes, please. I also really like contemporary werewolf romance books as opposed to, you know, a more fantasy werewolf romance where the characters are all living in this magical world. You know, don't get me wrong, I love those too, but there's something about a contemporary setting with shapeshifters that just really resonates with me, and that is what The Fake Mate has in its book. Okay, so what's it about? Well, in The Fake Mate, we find and meet Noah. He is a renowned cardiologist who's been hiding his designation as alpha werewolf by taking these suppressants to hide his scent because there's still this like stigma about an unmated alpha and how they're probably like, you know, more likely to go wild and off the rails or something if they're not mated. Well, Noah's been hiding his status to protect his job, but then somebody outs him and all of his hard work is at risk. 
Then enter Mackenzie, who is an ER doctor, and she has a grandmother who's been on her case to find someone, but, you know, as find a mate, but her dating life has been pretty dismal, and she's over it, right? So to get her grandmother off her back and to protect Noah from losing his job, they agree to a fake mate relationship. But of course, we all know how those go. Once you start faking it, the line between what's fake and real starts to blur. And then when these two start mixing in fake mates with benefits, things really get steamy. I gave this four plus stars because it was just so good. Definitely add it to your TBR list if you love werewolf romances, romances between alphas and omegas, dirty talkers, or if you want to know about nodding because, oh yeah, they go there in this book. So be on the lookout in December for The Fake Mate by Lana Ferguson and check out my book review on shereadsromancebooks.com if you want to learn more. Another paranormal romance book that I read this month, because of course it's October, perfect time to do so, with another advanced reader copy was Bride by Allie Hazelwood, and this will be releasing in February of 2024. It's going to be on my most anticipated romance books list of 2024, and you just have to read it because it's fabulous and a five-star read. It's honestly one of the best slow burn romances I've ever read. And as I said, it's a paranormal romance, which is a new direction for Allie Hazelwood, who's mostly known for her contemporary enemies to lovers romances up to this point. So it features Misery Lark, our heroine. She is the daughter of the most powerful vampire councilman who has agreed to a marriage of convenience with a powerful werewolf alpha in an effort to keep the peace between wares and vampires because in their world there's this very unstable relationship between wares, vampires, and humans who really don't mix at all. But Misery has her own reasons for agreeing to the marriage of convenience which you'll find out more in the book. But Overall, I thought Allie did such a great job creating this paranormal world, but she did it through just amazing characterization of her two leads, Misery and Lo. Misery is this loner, but she's so snarky, and Lo is one of those alpha males you totally fall for because he's strong, capable, and a compassionate leader who also just has this heart of gold. Given the epilogue, I think we might even get another book in this paranormal world, and I truly hope that's the case just because this one was so good. So even if you don't love paranormal romances or even vampire romances or werewolf romances, I really think you'll love this well-written book. So definitely add Bride by Allie Hazelwood to your TBR list for 2024. I loved it. Now, before I continue, I just wanted to alert listeners of something super exciting. I have officially launched something super cool and really fun that I think all readers are going to love, especially romance readers, and that is my A Year of Reading Romance card deck. This is a 52 card deck of reading challenges with romance categories and romance tropes to help you answer that pesky question, what should I read next? 
I'm so excited for you to check this out because it's something you can use year after year to mix up your own reading, but it also makes a really great gift. I only have a limited supply available right now, so hurry over to shereadsromancebooks.com, check out the deck to order your own, and click the link in the show notes below to learn more. I can't wait for you to see it. All right, on to the next book that I read, which is a new Christmas romance book for 2023 and a completely new author to me. It's Confessions of a Christmas Holic by Joss Wood. It sort of grabbed my attention because I love Christmas romance books where one character is a complete Scrooge about the holiday. And I'm going to be doing an upcoming podcast episode about that topic very soon, so stay tuned about that. But this was a really, or I should say it was really fun to get into the holiday spirit with this one, even though it was only October. It is a forced proximity romance where Sutton is mistaken for the new nanny of Gus Langston, Mr. Christmas, if you will, of his small town, who runs the village's year-round Christmas shop that was actually his deceased wife's dream. Recognizing, though, that he can't do it all anymore, he's running the Christmas shop, his adventure business, and taking care of his two kids, he decides to hire Sutton, even though he just met her, who's desperate for cash before she ends up finding a job in the city. So I'll say overall, I think Wood created some great characters, including the side characters that I really only wanted more of in this story. While I liked the single dad romance angle, I found Sutton's storyline with her best friend, who she was having issues with, a bit repetitive, and then her romance with Gus a bit rushed. But what really got me was the ending was a bit of a disappointment because it was a rushed happy for now ending. So this might just be one to borrow instead of buy if you're looking for a holiday romance this season. But you can check it out. Confessions of a Christmas Holic by Joss Wood. Another Christmas romance book that released this month that I read was A Holly Jolly Ever After by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone. This is their third book in their Christmas Notch series. And after reading A Very Merry Meet Cute, which was their first Christmas romance book that released last year in 2022, I just knew I had to read this one. And I'm so glad I did. It's another co-stars to lovers romance that features Callum, who is a former boy band rock star who's now rocking the dad bod and owner of several pizza joints but he's now been cast in a steamy holiday romance movie because of a sex tape that was released without his permission mind you that went viral because of his prowess in the bedroom our heroine is Winnie Baker who began her career as a child actor and who is really this image of purity and innocence throughout her early career. She married a fellow co-star at the age of 18 and now years later she's just divorced him after he cheated on her but you know of course it's her reputation that's now in the toilet because of it. So she's at this stage in her life where she's just trying to figure out like who she is and part of 
doing that is signing up for this steamy Christmas romance movie where previously all of her work had been more of the Hallmark movie variety. And because it's a spicy Christmas romance movie, there are several intimacy scenes that she has to do. And on set during their first intimacy scene, it's pretty obvious that Winnie doesn't know what the heck she's doing. And that's because even though she was married for so many years, she has never experienced passion or even had a single orgasm. So to help make sure this movie isn't a flop, she turns to Callum for help asking him to help her with her, quote, research so that she can do better. And that's their cue to start getting it on in secret behind closed doors and, of course, falling for each other in the process. Because Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone are writing it, this was such a fun Christmas romance that I absolutely loved and really loved the focus on Winnie's character growth the best throughout this book. But then there's, you know, Callum, who's just the sweetest hero to fall for. He's been crushing on Winnie for years and was just totally sweet in every way towards her. So if you're looking for a romance to read this holiday season, I highly recommend a holly jolly ever after and you can read more of my thoughts on this book in my review on the blog. The next book that I tackled was my advanced reader copy of 10 Things That Never Happened by Alexis Hall. This is his new release that dropped this month and it's his return back to contemporary gay romance after writing a bunch of historical romances and a paranormal romance. Now I love Alexis Hall books that all fall into the queer romance category. And this book sort of returns to that world where he set boyfriend material and husband material, if you liked those books. So I thought the setup overall for this romance sounded super cute. It's about a manager of a bed and bath store who's about to get fired by his boss because his store branch is just not cutting it. Like they're not making money at all. But Sam, the manager, ends up being knocked over and hitting his head and then faking amnesia so that he doesn't lose his job and can somehow find a way to convince Jonathan to save not only his position, but the workers' jobs that he manages at his storefront. Now, this is an MM romance, and it has Alexis Hall's signature all over it with the, you know, kind of quirky, adorable main character pitted against, or I should say falling for, the more straight-laced, rigid character who really is just misunderstood. But to be honest, I haven't finished this book. I put it back on my shelf for now because it was just a really slow read for me, and I just had too much on my plate to get through. I think I was at maybe 30 or maybe 40% and I just didn't feel like it had any or that any foundation had been set yet for the romance between the two main characters. I do hope to return back to it, but I'm suggesting putting this on your borrow list to see if this one is for you before you buy. My next book was a historical romance with Lainey Hatcher's newest release in her London Ladies Embroidery series, which are her historical reimaginings of Penny Reed's Knitting in the City series. So Love Matched is the third book in the series, and it's her reimagining of Love Hacked, 
which is one of my all-time favorite romance books. So I was super excited to read Love Matched. It's the story of Cassandra, who is a lady of the ton and who has been quite unlucky in love at finding a suitable match during the season. She even comes to learn that this, there's this rumor going around that if you happen to have an unlucky run-in while courting Cassandra, then the rumor is you're most likely to find your intended immediately after. So poor Cassandra is unlucky in love while attending all these balls and events during the season, and yet she keeps running into this footman who has an eye on her. So they end up in an interesting situation during a ball, strike up a conversation, which then soon after turns into like secret meetups between the two. And though while they end up falling for each other, they know ultimately that they probably don't have a future given their differences in social standing. It has a taste of mystery, is an opposites attract romance, and it's a really good quick read since it's only just over 200 pages. And it's also available in Kindle Unlimited, by the way, if you want to check it out. It can absolutely be read as a standalone. And if you love historical romance, I recommend it with the entire series. I just love her writing. And this hit the spot when it came to historical romance. You can also learn more about what I loved on it or in it with my book review on the blog shereadsromancebooks.com. This month, I was also lucky enough to read a second Allie Hazelwood book with an advanced reader copy of Check and Mate, her new young adult romance, or really what I think of is more a new adult romance, which is releasing in early November. I love, I have loved Allie's writing ever since Love Hypothesis, which I think I gave four stars to, I believe. But this year, I have read three of her new books, and honestly, they've all been five-star reads for me, starting with Love Theoretically, then reading her 2024 release that I mentioned earlier, Bride, and now this one with Check and Mate. So I'm going for the gold when it comes to Allie Hazelwood this year. This woman is on fire. (laughs) So this is, like I said, this is being marketed as a young adult romance, but To me, it really was a new adult romance because our heroine is, I think, 18 or maybe 19 years old, and our hero is 20 or 21. So they're much older, or they are much older and wiser than their years, that I really read it as more of a new adult romance. This is a book about Mallory Greenleaf, who loves chess, and yet has not played a game in four years because she believed that the game and her love for it ruined her family. She's now working as a car mechanic, desperate to make money any way that she can to pay off the family's mortgage and all of the household bills because it's just her two sisters and her mom who is struggling with a chronic illness. One day, though, her best friend convinces her to play in a charity chess tournament where she ends up beating the current world champion and catching his eye. From there, she's approached by a chess club and sponsored for the year to participate in tournaments where she keeps having these run-ins with Nolan, the world champion. 
I actually loved the aspect of chess in this book, but even if you don't care for the sport, there's so much to love about this romance. I especially love the heroine and learning more about her struggles. Hazelwood also gives so many great secondary characters to love, including Mallory's best friend and her chess mentor and players. And I'm a bit obsessed with Nolan. I'll admit that there's just a little bit given about his backstory, but he's just one of those heroes that I absolutely love because he's just so kind and so completely patient. <laughs> so this is also the kind of slow burn romance that I absolutely adore because it just burns and burns. And it's also, I should say, pretty closed door. So unlike her sort of past romances, so whether or not that appeals for you, just know it is pretty closed door, but it didn't really need to have any extra steaminess in my opinion. So I would highly check it out if you love the academic rivals to lovers trope or just slow burn romance. This is one of her best and I highly recommend it. The last book that I was able to read this month was Elsie Silver's latest release, Hopeless, which is book five in the last in her Chestnut Spring series. So my first ever Elsie Silver book that I read was earlier this year, which was Reckless, book four in the Chestnut Spring series, and I absolutely loved it. It's already on my list of best romance books of 2023, if you want to check that out. So I was super excited to read Bo's story in Hopeless, and it did not disappoint. This is a must-read if you love virgin romances and fake relationship romances. Bo Eaton is a special ops veteran who survived an ordeal behind enemy lines and really just hasn't been himself since getting out of service and returning home to his small town. He's dealing with some PTSD and really just doesn't know who he is anymore, but he's always had his eye on Bailey Jensen, who's lived in his small town all her life with a reputation she just can't overcome, courtesy of her dad and brothers. And because she's always looked down upon, she's kept her head down and is really just looking to catch a break to earn enough money to finally leave the town, put it behind her and her past behind her and move on. So in steps Bo, who offers her a solution, saying he bets that things would be different for her if she had his last name instead of her own last name with the reputation that goes along with it. So he proposes a fake engagement. So being fake engaged set up a really great forced proximity story <clears throat> where the two are together and their chemistry just flamed and flamed. But honestly, it's those moments in the book where Bailey could just be her snarky self in front of Bo and that he could tr truly feel relaxed in her presence because she never really treated him, you know, with soft gloves like everyone else in town. And honestly, one of the best parts, too, was Bailey's unfiltered mouth. She would just ask the most crazy and forward questions of Bo, usually surrounding something sexual because she was a virgin and had no experience. But of course, you know, her virgin status didn't last for long. But the two characters absolutely made this book. And if you're looking for a satisfying read, also available in Kindle Unlimited, 
I highly recommend Hopeless by Elsie Silver, which can also just absolutely be read as a standalone if you haven't finished or read the previous books in the series. And so that's it. There you have it. As you can see, I read a bit of everything this month in terms of romance categories and tropes with traditionally published authors and indie authors, favorite authors and new authors. And I just love it when that happens, you know, in a month of reading. So I'm going to be recapping my reading list every month here and on the blog. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can catch even more of these episodes. Until next time, happy reading. That's all for this episode of the She Reads Romance Books podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and found some new books to add to your TBR list. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. It really helps me reach more romance book lovers like you, and I appreciate your support. If you're a book boyfriend collector like me, then you'll want to join my email list so you never miss a podcast episode or a new book list. Just visit shereadsromancebooks.com slash join and sign up today. As a thank you, I'll instantly send you my list of top 10 book boyfriends that will make you swoon. Trust me, you don't want to miss this list. Thank you for listening, and until next time, happy reading.